Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. Serious XM Progress. It is so good to have you with us here. For the next three hours, we're going to be coming at you with music, with comedy, with facts, with history, with empathy, and we promise to bring you to the brink of amusement. Chris Hauselt's our executive producer, heroically running this monster out of South Carolina somewhere. The great Thea Harper produces our show out of Brooklyn. I'm here in L.A. for the next couple of weeks. We are so glad to have you with us. Hey, Ron DeSantis picked his third campaign manager. So now it's it's it. Watch now. Now they'll let Ron be Ron. It's going to be beautiful. We have a great one tonight with a lot of wonderful guests, and I'm so glad you can be a part of it. Uh, first off. My thanks and congratulations to the voters of Ohio for overwhelmingly rejecting Amendment 1. We're going to be talking with our friend Joe Sudbay later on about just how sleazy, skeevy, and slimy and subversive this particular oppression of freedom was. This is a victory for democracy. This is a victim for women's reproductive rights. But most importantly, this is a victory for critical thinking skills for Ohioans who cannot be so easily duped as the legislature would have them be. It wasn't even close. 30% said yes, 69.79% said no. A decisive victory for democracy in Ohio. If you don't know what this was about, issue one, uh, most, the majority of Ohioans support abortion rights, right? 58%. So if you're a Republican, how do you subvert the will of the majority? On a national level, you, you got you got the Electoral College. It's right there. We can make sure the majority doesn't get heard. But on the state level, what do you do? I mean, 58 percent. There's going to be a referendum in the ballot this November. How 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 can good Republicans murder democracy in that state so the people can't get what they want? So the people who want to pretend the Bible's against abortion can outweigh the democracy of citizens who don't think the government should be telling women what they can and can't do with their body. Well, they had issue one, which more or less says uh, any new kind of changes to the Constitution. Well, those will have to be done uh, with 60 percent has to have 60 percent support or we can't do anything. And so I want to talk about that in a second because it is Two-Face Tuesday. We're also going to be joined tonight by the great Lee Papa, the rude pundit, our good friend Keith Price, comedy daddy will be here in hour number three. 
American consumers' credit card debt has surpassed $1 trillion for the first time ever. Judge Tanya Chutkan said a Friday 10 a.m. hearing on the increasingly desirable protection order against Donald Trump in his 2020 election trial. The Supreme Court voted 5-4 to four to reinstate the Biden administration regulations surrounding ghost guns. A lady in New York City in Rockaway Beach got bit by a shark. And COVID infections in New York have risen 55% over the last week as the Eris variant is sweeping through the summertime crowds. All that plus a really unhinged appearance in New Hampshire by Donald Trump, even by Donald Trump standards. There's enough to be inspired by. There's enough to be horrified by. And as always, it is very important to remember at the end of the day, there are things that must be mocked. It was 48 years ago today, the first time the term global warming ever appeared in print. Let's do a show. So we're taping this on Tuesday. And of course, Tuesdays is it's Two-Face Tuesday. It's when we try to get an early handle on who are the leading contenders two days in for Hypocrite of the Week. We got a couple of runners up today, but I want to talk really briefly about Ohio's special election. The polls closed at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time to determine the threshold for amending the state constitution. This was a referendum with huge implications for abortion rights or for any kind of civilian control of the government. This was a a referendum that pretty much asked, should it be harder to amend the state constitution? Should we make it harder for the voters to change our state constitution? And of course, it had nothing to do with the state constitution. It had everything to do with abortion. When 58% of the residents in your state support women's reproductive freedoms, you got to try to find a way to cancel those votes out. And that's what Ohio tried to do. The Republicans tried to have this measure where it would have to be 60% for any changes to happen. Good going, guys. Didn't actually work. They attacked a century-long power that, I must say, has been wielded seemingly pretty responsibly by the good people of Ohio for over 100 years. They've only had 19 amendments to their constitution in 110 years. And most of those things are like to, to raise wages. You know, to to cap property taxes, the kind of stuff you would want citizens to have a say on in your state. But of course, the Republicans, they're they're. I, I wish I didn't have to say this, but they're lying about it. They can't stop lying about it. J.D. Vance, remember him? He's in the Senate. Yeah, that one. He he tweeted out, "We're actually trying to make it harder for out-of-state special interests to rewrite." the Ohio Constitution. Vote yes on one today to tell Nancy Pelosi to mind her own business. Do you like how they're trying to make it seem like, oh, you don't want foreign interlopers from other states spending their money in here to determine how our governance is going to be? No, 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 don't. We're we're doing this to make it harder for out-of-state. It's, I mean, literally, it's a lie. It, it comes down to 60% of the voters in Ohio would have to vote on something for it to be in the Constitution. All the out-of-state money in the world couldn't change that. And of course, this is J.D. Vance. So we have to go really deep into the hypocrisy. Because remember, uh, it was Peter Thiel who started Protect Ohio Values, the PAC, and donated like $15 million to J.D. Vance. Peter Thiel and his money from out of state is the reason J.D. Vance is in the Senate today. And I'm pretty sure Peter Thiel, who lives in West Hollywood here in California, um, I, I think that's not in Ohio. So congratulations. It was a huge victory, not just for for pro-women's reproductive freedom people. This was a victory for everyone in Ohio who thinks the voters of Ohio should have more control over their governance than the lobbyists. It failed. We'll talk later in the show to the great Joe Sudbay. But but I got to say, 
for Two-Faced Tuesday, I think we have worse hypocrites than this. Are you ready? Let's talk about the most revolting hypocrisy I can smell in this country. Admittedly, we're not even to hump day yet. It could get worse. But this is a story that has nothing to do with Donald Trump's criminal trials. Well, maybe a little bit. But by now, you know, the U.S. women's national team fell to Sweden in the World Cup over the weekend. And the people who talk of all the time how they love America, you know the ones. The ones who really love it. They have so many Russian flags on their Twitter page that... I mean, American flags on their Twitter page. You, you know they're Americans. They're the diehard patriots, you know, the ones who love America more than you, the ones who are celebrating right now that the U.S. lost. The pro-America right-wingers who are so happy that the women's American soccer team lost. <laughs> Let's talk about it, shall we? They're, they're filing out. They're getting angry. Uh, we heard the shock. This is what Donald Trump said. The shocking and totally unexpected loss by the U.S. women's soccer team to Sweden is fully emblematic of what is happening to our once great nation under crooked Joe Biden. Notice Biden gets crooked now. He's taken that from Hillary. Many of our players were openly hostile to America. No other country behaved in such a manner or even close. Woke equals failure. Nice shot, Megan. The USA is going to hell. Four exclamation points, then MAGA. That is the former president mocking, mocking a U.S. sports team for losing. Okay? Never mind that an actual leader doesn't put down any team. Right. I mean, you're the leader of the U.S. You support your team. But this is Donald Trump, who is not a leader. He is a coward and he hates women. Now, now they're all saying that they lost because they went woke, because they are stupid and they are racist. And they know that Donald Trump is going to be indebted for a fourth time. So they have to shift the narrative. So you can hear a lot about Hunter Biden, hear a lot about woke, hear a lot about Bud Light. You know how these unmanly little cowards do it. Of course, were they complaining about Megan Rapinoe being woke when the team won the Olympic gold medal in 2012? No. How about when they won the World Cup in 2015? How about when Donald Trump was president and the U.S. women's team won the World Cup in 2019? No, 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 no. no. See, because then Biden became president and Biden left a window open and the woke virus came in and got them in their sleep. These are fake patriots who are so blinded by their hate of women, by their hatred of women who have opinions, by their hatred of a world that sees things differently from them, that they're rooting against their own country. Let's talk about Franklin Graham. I know it's not fake Christian Friday, but listen to what this revoltingly fake Pharisee had to say. The U.S. women's national soccer team lost to Sweden at the 2023 Women's World Cup. I used to pull for our women's soccer team, but recently they have shown disrespect for the U.S. and have used their platform to promote the LGBTQ agenda. When they lost, I wasn't sad. I wish I didn't feel that way, but when players think it's more about them than the nation they represent, I can't support it. I agree with President Donald Trump, who said woke equals failure. That's ungodly, racist, and revoltingly false Christian, Franklin Graham. Um, again, you guys know this, uh, in the Bible, character of Christ, if you read the parts of Christ who the religion is named after, commands you to treat gay people the way you treat him. Okay, Franklin Graham, it, it, it's cosplay for him. And when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, Franklin Graham freaked out in protest but he's so proud to cheer against the usa women's soccer team now i don't know i mean these guys have gone crazy all over the place they had 14 first timers in the world cup on this team they had a new coach they had many injuries the right wing doesn't care the right wing hates the right wing enjoys hating the leader 
of right-wing thought is an anonymous coward named Cat Turd, who has almost 2 million followers. He wrote, the anti-American USA woke women's soccer team has been eliminated and Megan Rapinoe is the cause of it. I can't stop laughing. This is the America First crowd. TJ Moe, who writes for The Blaze, said, I'm glad they lost. These are the same douchebags who are talking about how we have to save women's sports. They don't really care about women's sports. They hate transgender people. They don't really care about soccer. They hate women. They hate women who are strong. They hate women who don't bow down to them. They hate women who can spell the word your correctly. Turning Point USA, which is that fake Christian group that Charlie Kirk has, um, their chief created officer, Officer Benny Johnson, said, Woke U.S. women's soccer humiliation. After winning back-to-back World Cups in the heavily favored Team USA has been eliminated by Sweden. Team USA's downfall was delivered by anti-America, anti-woman activist Megan Rapinoe's embarrassing free kick here. Okay, first off, you fucking sexist douchebag. You ungodly micropenis. It wasn't a free kick. It was a penalty kick. Why do they hate her? Why do they hate Megan Rapinoe? Well, because she's pro-LGBT, she's pro-women's rights, she's pro-trans rights. That's why they call her a woman hater. Um, and they say she hates America because back in 2019, she, she stomped on the flag. Oh, I've heard it so many times. The way she treats the flag. Jonathan Gilliam, the Navy SEAL influencer, was like, you should be disturbed by this unpatriotic, narcissistic behavior. Megan Rapinoe is not a hero or a role model. He tweeted this in 2019. I watched the entire celebration on the field. Rapinoe didn't want anything to do with an American flag before she stomped on it. The True Pundit website back in 2019 said the players tossed the flag to the ground and trampled on it. So with all this hoopla, I thought, let me go back and watch that clip again. I, I forget this whole thing. I remember there was a bit of a hoopla where they were saying that Meg, they, they don't hate her because she's uh, LGBT positive or they don't hate her because she supports women's rights. They, she, she disrespected our flag. I'm like, all right, well, I, I got to watch that. And you know what happens in it? It's really worth watching. Uh, they're all celebrating. And without Megan Rapinoe even noticing, someone drops briefly the U.S. flag on the ground. Well, that's not cool. You're not supposed to do that. I don't know any liberals who are for desecrating the flag, um, but this was July 7, 2019. And so, yeah, dropping the dropping the flag on the ground, that's bad. But when you watch the footage, you see that Megan didn't stomp or stamp on the flag and it was picked up off the ground after about three seconds. She was dancing on the field. Someone dropped the flag. It landed next to her foot. Her foot nudged the side of it, didn't step on it. She didn't see there was a flag there. And again, in less than three seconds, her teammate who dropped it picked it up. They were celebrating winning the historic World Cup. They beat the Netherlands. The U.S. at that time became only the second team in women's World Cup history to win back-to-back titles. And someone dropped a flag, and they use it as an excuse to hate. They use it as an excuse to lie. They get to do that. She supported the transgender community. She supported the movement started by Colin Kaepernick. She's being vilified by the right, not because America didn't win the Women's World Cup. They don't care about women's sports. It's because she stood up for women's rights, she has spoken out about equal pay for women in sports, and she's gay. That's why they hate her. So they'll lie that she stomped on the flag. They'll lie that she hates women. They'll lie that she hates America. It's not true. She's described herself as very deeply American. She has said that the U.S. is a great country. Last year, she was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom, our highest civilian honor. But, you know, look at the comments. By the way, they're also wrong about the kick. They're saying that, like, she missed the game winner, that she single-handedly blew the game. None of them watched, and they don't care. They're allowed to lie. The facts aren't important to people who hate. And these are the people who say they're for freedom. But they'll condemn women soccer players 
for having free speech rights, for kneeling before the flag. You know, it's one thing if you give the finger to the flag, if you raise a fist to the flag, if you turn your back to the flag. They knelt, they genuflected in deference and respect, just like Kaepernick. It was Donald Trump who disrespected the national anthem at the Super Bowl. They don't care about the anthem. They just want to hate who they hate. The women's soccer players were exercising their First Amendment rights, just like Donald Trump was while inciting an insurrection. These are the same people claiming that Donald Trump is on trial for exercising free speech. And now these godless hypocrites are going after the U.S. women's soccer players for exercising their own. The fake patriots were celebrating that an American team lost. When has the U.S. men's soccer team won the World Cup, by the way? Do you know when? When was that? In the last night? Never. The women's team has won four cups, but they hate women. They hate women who don't need men. They hate women who think for themselves. They hate women who require them to be more than slug men. These men are criticizing the women's team for not winning when the men's team has never won. Because they don't like strong women. Like, they don't like Disney. They don't like Barbie. They don't like the NFL anymore. They don't like Bud Light. They don't like electric cars or woke Star Wars or woke Indiana Jones or woke NBA. They really don't like the WNBA. They don't like Target. They don't like law enforcement anymore. They don't like the American government. They really don't like democracy. They really don't like most other Americans. No one hates Americans more than the American who can't stop bragging about how American he is. I congratulate the women's team. I congratulate Megan Rapinoe on a great career. I'm really sorry that mediocre men try so hard to drag strong women down. I guess it's there so women will know who the toxic ones are. Let me quote Joe Biden when he gave the presidential medal to her last year. Beyond the World Cup title to Olympic medals, Megan is a champion for essential American truth that everyone is entitled to be treated with dignity and respect. She helped lead the change for perhaps the most important victory for anyone on our soccer team or any soccer team, equal pay for women. Joe Biden, when he gave her the medal. So let the haters hate. Remember what George Harrison said. As long as you hate, there will be people to hate. We want to know what you guys think. We are at 866-997-4748. Judy is on the line from Illinois. Judy, hi. Welcome and thank you. Hi. Um, It's been a while, but um, I just want to let you know that my family and I just got back from visiting family in Victoria, British Columbia, and there is life after Trump. He's not dominating the headlines, although he Mm. was in the headlines, but he wasn't dominating them. And it's beautiful. (laughs) And it's just ahead of us. And I and when I was experiencing it, I thought I have to let John and his audience know that it's there. It's it, it, it's there. I mean, now now here's my question. This, I, 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 I have questions though, Judy. I'm sorry, but yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I've heard these claims before. I've heard these claims of this of this Shangri La yeah. Wonderland. Um, you were yes. in British Columbia, so maybe yeah. they weren't covering Donald Trump's legal travails as intensely as the American media was, because that's pretty much all yeah. we had on the news last week that it was hot and that Trump's in trouble. Right. Well, Trump Trudeau did his part. I'm not going to say mm, that that wasn't that's true. important too. Yeah, true. He did his part, but um, it still was kind of awesome. Uh, <laughs> and I just want to let everybody know it's there. It's just ahead of us, and it's getting closer every day. It is, but you got to remember, Trump will be gone, but his movement will still be there. 
his movement will be there, but um, they have their own little movement too, and it is being ground down just like ours I is. Know. I know. And unfortunately for us, I do think Trump's legal woes are going to be in the headlines for a long, long time. But that's okay. That's a good thing. But listen, if okay. Trump's legal I woes, if they weren't going after him for his crimes, I'd be more angry. The fact that he's being held accountable for his crimes, <laughs> I'm I, I'm hoping it makes precedent. We can start hauling more ex-presidents into court because I'm a big fan of it yes. yeah and and you have actually helped me um with my i, I would say deep-seated anger <laughs> that keeping him in um just tied up with illegal woes is is really a beautiful thing yeah he's never going to jail karma out there yeah yeah Never going to jail, folks. Not going to happen. But we can still no, have a lot of fun okay. and make it's the most okay. of this. Nope. I, 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 I'm sure they would do a house arrest. I, I can't believe they would ever actually put a former president in jail. Uh, I think right, his right. prison is playing out in front of us. His prison is being held accountable for his actions yes. for the first time in his life. And it's going to be yes. on TV. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, Shangri-La well, awaits. I can't wait. Thank you, Tracy. All right. I mean, don't let it kid you. I mean, Trump will be gone. But Trump is only the hood ornament on the car that crashes in to the fair that is democracy. Uh, There will be other fascists. We are now already starting to worry about when the competent Trump will show up. Because that's a thing, right? David in Nevada, thank you for waiting on hold. Welcome. Hey, it's always worth it to hear, hey, your prelude and your monologue before you start. Very always. On point. And to the women's team, like you said, it come down to this. Them haters. If them mother suckers could, could, they don't even like their own mothers. (laughs) You know, they want all these women to become June Cleaver or Donna Reed in the 50s. You know, stay home, wear your pearls with an apron on that doesn't get a stain on it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, but again, but, this is mo- modern men are more comfortable with women just being like the characters they watch in porn all the time. You know, let's not forget. Oh, definitely. Hey, They're very disappointed know, that real life women have goals beyond pleasing them and making them feel better about their tiny anatomies. <laughs> for sure. Hey, you know, I've been saying this, John, for a while. I don't want him to go to jail. Finding 10 or 15 billion dollars. Mm. That's what you do. You find him ten or fifteen billion dollars for the crimes, and then the killing. Yeah, that's the point. He don't have it, but then tell him the killing. We're gonna take your fines and we're gonna put it into social programs. You know, (laughs) stuff like education, public education. You know, uh, no, I'm a big believer in it. Yeah, look, the the Mueller report paid for itself with all the assets they seized from that criminal uh, uh, Paul Manafort. The Mueller report actually turned a profit for we the people. And that's what we need to do here. If he's convicted, finding 10 or 15 billion, he ain't got it. You can't even run for local dog catcher, county, city, state, federal, ever again in life. Because the only way to hurt rich people is to make them super poor. Well, that's the only way you can affect rich people and Donald i don't know Trump, about that i, I don't know, know about that there's there's some rich people with consciences and there's some rich people that you know you just you could just make them pay a little more in taxes eisenhower did it and we did great with the middle class that's true you know but we know until we can get out in 2024 
and vote and put in a decent house and a decent Senate and a president again so we can get and of course, as I've been saying, four more years, four more justices on the court, so we can we can finally put some, you know, type of how should I say it, stability back into the court and put some honor and dignity and trust into our highest court. But that's going to take know, a while, my friend. That's going to take a while. Yeah, but I just, you know, like I said, John, find his ass so much. Because we see Melania and Ivanka and Jared. <laughs> None of his kids is around him right now. It's almost like they slithered back into a hole. And That's they're true. like, can, can I change my name from Trump to Dump? <laughs> you know, and I just don't want to be associated with this man. But keep in mind, this man's you know? already he, this man's already paid close to he's already paid more than uh, probably more than 30 million dollars in fines in just the past five years. After he was elected, he paid 26 million in education fraud for Trump University yeah. where he stole from people. Uh, he paid, I think it was one point four million for the Trump uh, Foundation where he stole from people with a charity. It was one point two million, I think, for the most recent Trump organization fine. And then of course, Eugene Carroll got five million out of him. I mean, little by little, piece by piece, he's being made to pay up here and there. That's how it's going to be. It's yeah. not going to be this guy yeah. in an orange jumpsuit. It's going to be a very right. slow, grinding justice. Yeah, because I've always said, try to tell people these Trumpers, you know, these mega fools, they don't believe it. If I'm as rich as he is, why am I asking you to pay for my legal fees? Exactly. <laughs> you know. David, but you figured that out. The question is, how long will it take our right wing friends, our loved ones, our, our, our family members to realize, hey, what, what? I'm looking at this billionaire who owns his own 757 asking me to send him money. Hmm. Yep. And one last thing, Brother John. Yes, sir. I, I, I want to throw out there, you know, when we sit back here in our country, you know, with all of the turmoil that we're going through, we can come through this. Yes. We can be a nation that does take care of its own. We can do it. I but believe we just got to get rid of it. And, and Jim, uh, what's his name? Jordan and the rest. Because one last one, if people think Donald Trump is going to take the fall for anything. Nope. If I'm Jordan... McConnell, any of those assholes in the GOP <laughs> that was involved with January 6th, if they don't think Trump ain't going to flip on them, yeah. it's Donald it's John just, Trump. Not Jordan and McConnell. It's, it's, it's Rudy Giuliani who's got to be worried about exactly what you're discussing, David. I hate to defend Mitch McConnell, but he's got to clean when it comes to that one. Thank you for the call. I love your passion, and I do believe that most of us care about each other. No American should have to have a GoFundMe to pay for theirs or a child's surgery. Come on. Other capitalist countries do this right. Okay, we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued 
at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Michael Steele, host of the Michael Steele podcast. Each week, I discuss key political and cultural issues joined by America's leading activists, experts, and academics for conversations that transcend political boundaries. And that's the point. I want you to join me as we work through real solutions, have honest conversations, just keeping it real, and having a little fun on the side. So listen to the Michael Steele podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, or wherever you get your podcasts on. Because you know I love it when you do. I'm John Fugelsang. This is SiriusXM Progress. We're at 866-997-4748. So Tuesdays are great because we get to talk to Lee Papa. He is, of course, the notorious political blogger known as the Root Pundit. He's got tens of thousands of weekly readers. He's a regular guest on the Stephanie Miller Show. You can always support him and get more rudeness from Lee on Patreon under the username Root Pundit. Lee Papa, welcome back to SiriusXM. Uh, good to be back. Good to see you, John. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for being with us, Lee. So much to get to tonight. I know it's been a pretty crazy news week, and it's only Tuesday. Um, Donald Trump was in New Hampshire. Can I can I play just a little bit for you? Oh, because please, please. We have things he, to talk about, but um, it's no, it's no. Unraveling. He was batshit. He was batshittier than usual. Yeah, I mean, but it's notably batshittier. He's like, he's like if Nixon played Captain Queeg in the end of K-Mutiny Court Martial, the sweat <laughs> and the the, the fear. And uh, again, this guy is just melting down like an ice cream cone on a summer day in Chernobyl. This is speaking in New Hampshire. Donald Trump is railing against, uh, well, uh, law enforcement trying to take away his First Amendment rights to badmouth and taunt his way into jail. Crooked Joe now wants the thug prosecutor, this deranged guy, to file a court order taking away my First Amendment rights so that I can't speak. So listen to this. We don't want you to speak about the case. The case. The case is, is a ridiculous case. It's a First Amendment case. But we don't want Trump to speak. So they want me, they take away your rights on First Amendment. Now they sue because they're, so now I have one of these lunatic reporters back there saying, Sir, would like to talk to you about your case. Or, or, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Somehow that's not good for votes. Do you agree? When we say, I can't talk, I'd love to, t- I will talk about it. I will. They're not taking away my First Amendment right. So again, Lee, it's a Donald Trump campaign speech full of all the ideas he wants to use to help the lives of American people. Isn't that inspiring? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I always feel love from him for for America. Um, you know, uh, look, 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 can I can I sort of zag with this instead of please? Zigging? I wish you would. Yes. Uh, so so I was thinking about that guy uh, Kai Sinat. You know, and I don't know if you've talked about this, compared this. Mm-hmm. That so Kai Sinat is the guy is the Twitch user who had the 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 riot caused the riot in yes. Union Square by yes. he never said he never he never said go to Union Square and tear shit up in Correct. fact 
In fact, what he actually said was um, he said things like, uh, like, you know, let's do this with love. And yeah, you know, he just exercised uh, his free speech rights to, to say things that aren't speech. true. Right. Yeah. And, and 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 you know what? And then people showed up. And, and for, for those who don't know, wait, I'm sorry, Lee, for those who don't know the story, he, he, he said he was going to have a large giveaway of PlayStation 5s. And yes. that is his First Amendment right to say that he is totally allowed to claim he just like I'm allowed to I'm allowed to walk into a bank and say, I've got a gun. I'm going to hold you up. Right. If I'm, I, yeah. It's free speech. He, he but but I mean, you know, and he's had events before and not that many not. And it's never turned this way. But, you know, he even said, you know, he, he said, like, you know, just make sure you're good and shit like that is, you know, kind of the things yeah. he said. And essentially, at one point, he at one point, he said, you know, it might get really crazy. So he even said, we'll be wild, essentially. Um, but he is charged with inciting a riot. He's in he's uh, he's charged with other things related to what this caused. And nobody's sitting there going for for Kai Sanat. Nobody's sitting there going, oh, my God, his free speech rights are being, imp uh, you know, impeded on. Nobody's saying that. Oh, no, he didn't cause anything. They were doing it on their own. And uh, he, he didn't you know, he was just speaking. No and so so the free speech argument on Trump is just so stupid. It's like you can't there are things it's like they've taken it's like they're trying to they're trying to do with this First Amendment what they did with the Second Amendment yeah. and say, yeah. fuck it. There's no restrictions on anything. Any any words you utter are protected by free speech. That's it. And again, to me, of course, it's a rubbish argument, Lee. And anyone who reads the indictment will know really early on, they go to great lengths to say Donald Trump has a First Amendment right to say whatever he wants, and it's not illegal to lie to everybody. But um, you're right. It, it, it comes right down to the fact that he's being tried for the crimes he committed. What's amazing to me is that they're so scared and that they were so caught without a talking point that they are relying on this free speech. All he said was, all he did was question the election. I mean, anyone who reads the indictment will know what a brutal lie that is. But they know, A, it's going to be enough for MAGA for at least the first two weeks. And B, they don't seem to have anything else. I mean, they really don't. I don't know if you got a chance to watch his new uh, future former lawyer, John Loro, on all oh the big God. five shows over the weekend. For the Jeez. first time since Monica Lewinsky's lawyer did 25 years ago, he did all five talk shows. We played all the clips of the lie, of the double talk and jive, of just the, the, the completely illogical things he's been saying all along. It tells me that I, he does not have a defense and he has run out of money for lawyers who can do a better job than John Loro. Or or here's a twist. Or he's 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 teeing up an incompetent uh, defense or, you know, uh, kind of appeal later. Yes. Well, he, he definitely they're they're going to try and do that, but they can't do that. He's stupid. Right. Like like th they can either say, OK, well, it was First Amendment. He's allowed to lie. Or they can say, well, it, no, it's OK. He just can't tell reality from fantasy. Right. He was told by all of his advisors, all of his lawyers, his own daughter, you lost. But your honor, 
the poor man, he, he can't tell reality from fantasy. He really believed it. He, it can't be conspiracy. It can't be corruption if he believed he had won. So please vote for our deranged person. The only strategy, Lee, seems to be somehow become president and pardon yourself. That's the only legal That's it. That's stance it. he has. And, and and, you know, you know, a couple of points. One is it's not free speech for you to call the secretary of state of Georgia and say, find me one more vote than uh than 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 i need to go over the top you know yes. that's not that that's trying to induce someone into doing a crime and then yeah. to imply in there that he might get in trouble if he wouldn't do it i mean you know that's that's some fucked up shit and the other thing the other thing that has always always bugged me about trump and the 2020 election Please. and it, it would have been the easiest thing for him to say you know what the whole election was fucked up. Every race was fucked up. We need a complete redo because every race was was fucked up. And he couldn't do it. That. He couldn't, couldn't do, it. do it. It had he had to make it so narcissistically about only himself. the ones he lost were rigged. Lee, only the ones right. he lost were rigged and the ones he won were fine. And boy, he's got people who are just fine with that explanation. But yeah. reality is going to be different. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, in in a court, in a legitimate courtroom, because canon is seeming more and more like, you know, just full of shit. But uh, yeah. but the, the courtroom in D.C., you know, there, there's a point in a trial when when things are presented in trial, they have to be true. You swear to that or you go to or you go to prison, um, you know, yeah. or the I, you I, present I, evidence I, that you swear is true and that you bring experts in to say this is true. I heard someone make a good analogy earlier today, and I apologize for forgetting who it was, but there's the bank robber thing. Like, I can walk into a bank yeah. and say, I'm going to rob the bank. I've got a gun, and, you know, that's legal. It's trying to rob the bank. That's illegal. But here's the new one. Um, if I come out there and say that uh, Elon Musk is my dad, and he has promised to give me everything in his will, and I say it, that's legal, right? Not a problem. If Elon Musk dies and I show up with a fake will and I claim that I am now entitled to all of his money because he really let me be his sole heir. Now I am trying to commit fraud. And at that point, it has become a crime. And right. it's that simple. I mean, no one cares that he lied. He lies like people breathe. It's right there in black and white. But again, I bring it back to the same point. They weren't ready for this. They didn't have talking points because what's happening now is latest claim of being denied his free speech is the protection order. And yeah. that's just to keep him from talking about personal details in the case. In the last hour, Lee, we were speaking with a guest about with a caller about what are the odds that they're just playing him and they're making a big fuss of this, the prosecutors, because they know he has no impulse control and he's going to tweet about confidential details in the indictment. They are setting this up so he will know he's not allowed to. So when he does, it'll make it that much easier, that much easier to. Uh, some would say lock her up, but they will have <laughs> a deeply increased leverage over the defendant. You, you know, you know, um, I know all of the arguments against locking him up. You know, I've heard all of them. And, and but part of it to me, it comes down to you have to treat him like you treat everybody else, I because agree. that's the only way that the justice system can show that it's functioning. And if we start saying, no, we can't lock him up because um, because it'll enrage the MAGA hordes, 
Um, and we're afraid of that. Well, that's letting the terrorists win. If we say that's we right. can't lock him up because <laughs> because the, because if we say we can't lock him up because uh, it'll in some way make him a stronger candidate or make him, I don't know, get him more sympathy or whatever. Um, well, that can't be a justifiable reason for not locking him up. You know, yes. if he if, if they if they put this, you know, protective order on and uh, and and he violates it, then fuck it. He's got to be locked up. It's just yeah. the way it is. I know. It's just, it I would know. be that for anybody. And and I know somebody there was somebody who said, um, I think it was it, and, and on our side, I think it was Tom Hartman who said he could easily do 20, 30 days in jail and then, you know, come out with, you know, like he'd be like Hitler going to jail for a little while and coming out more popular yeah. than ever. And to which my response was, was <laughs> he ain't writing a Mein Kampf in there. Yeah, and, I don't think so. He can't read a Mein Kampf, but I hope he doesn't quit his painting passion if he goes to jail for 30 days. That's all I care about. Yeah. I mean, and, look, and, what did Hitler leave? What did Hitler go to jail for? For the beer hall putsch. That's yeah. what January 6th was. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, at least Hitler was that da- was in the mix. You know? Oh, hey, let's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least at least Hitler, you know, read his own books. At least at least Hitler served in wars yeah, he supported. I, we could do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. But but the but the other thing is that I don't think he could do 30 days in lockup. I think it would I think it would destroy him. I think take away his phone for 30 days his mind would fuck he would be a fucking wreck by the time he got out and as i said on stephanie and i can say a little more clearly today i pity the poor uh uh, prison guard that's got to strip search him just just gotta get him to part those ash listen lift his throat up and ah ah thank look at least those guys have a union that's the only good thing i can say about that i I Um, hope they have ptsd uh (laughs) therapy would he he wouldn't have a cavity search if he had to do 30 days in jail would he i think everybody that goes in has to get a cavity search but then he might get arrested again for trying to sneak Lindsey Graham into a jail. Oh, oh, oh there we go. There we go. There we go. Listen, speaking of a uh, of, of prison uh, trauma, let's talk about Ron DeSantis. Um, oh, God. I don't know if you, you heard about this. We always but... talk about Ron DeSantis. Every week we talk <laughs> about Ron DeSantis. It's... Well, let's in, I think we should enjoy it while we can, um, oh. because I don't know if you've heard. Uh, he's he's shaking up the campaign crew. It's really exciting doing so oh, yeah. now. He now has is he's he's replacing his campaign manager, Janera Peck, with uh, James Uthmeyer, who was chief of staff in the governor's office. And Ms. Peck is staying on as chief strategist. So this is his second time cutting staff after he cut uh, one third of his staff last week. Yep. Is it any is it I think it's only a matter of time before they start saying things like just let Ron be Ron. Like we're, we're not at that level of desperation yet, but we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Do you really want to let Ron be Ron? Oh, I think we should very much let Ron be Ron. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, his campaign. Does his campaign really (laughs) want to let this guy, you know, because at that point, I think he just randomly starts stabbing people. That's letting Ron be Ron. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. Trump is in. We play that clip of Trump in New Hampshire and he's bragging about all the indictments he's going to have. And he's got his bullshit indictments, as he puts it. He's very presidential. The uh, New Hampshire Journal coefficient poll found 62 percent of likely Republican primary voters in New Hampshire support Donald Trump. That is more than 50 points higher than for any other candidate. Um, It also showed 57% of Republicans would vote for Donald Trump, even if he was serving time in prison on election day. So Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie are tied for second uh, with 9% 
apiece in the first in the nation primary state. Nine percent. Not that bad. Right, Lee? Not bad. No, no, no. Uh, was it in New Hampshire where somebody yelled out to call Chris Christie a fat pig? Mm-hmm. And uh, and he went and Trump just said, oh, no, I can't call him a fat pig. No, I don't want to call him. A, and just started repeating fat pig oh, for Chris God. Christie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, let me let me. Can I pl- can I play a quick clip of it? Can I pl- play a little bit more? Oh, you have here it. He is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here he is. Not that not that part. But this is him whining to the New Hampshire crowd that all these lawsuits are making it really hard for him to hit the campaign trail and completely. Oh. How can my corrupt political opponent? Crooked Joe Biden put me on trial during an election campaign that I'm winning by a lot, but forcing me nevertheless to spend time and money away from the campaign trail in order to fight bogus, made-up accusations and charges. That's what they're doing. I'm sorry, I won't be able to go to Iowa today. I won't be able to go to New Hampshire today because I'm sitting in a courtroom on bullshit because his attorney general charged me with something. Terrible. This is where we remind Trump voters who are confused by shiny things that uh, Donald Trump was indicted by a grand jury of American citizens, not by Joe Biden or the attorney general or Jack Smith. Lee, that seems to be the line they're going to take. How dare they do this to me? Uh, I'm trying to run for president and they're trying to investigate me. Shades of locker up. It's just they got nothing. They got nothing but trying to enrage people. No, and 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 I don't think the running for president thing is going to really resonate with people because nobody gets to say to to say no 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 I can't have a trial you know I've got a shift at the Piggly Wiggly that I got to get to you know <laughs> I, I nobody gets to say you know yes if somebody's pregnant or something like that yeah that might cause a delay in a trial but mm-hmm. nobody and it's not even a job it, it it's it's the application process for a That's job right. So you That's can't right. go do the Apple. You can't go to your job interview. Oh, sorry. You know, to, to deal with to deal with, you know, your indictment on 70 uh, fe- your indictments on 70 plus felonies. Um, yeah. And again, like all we have now are the clips of Donald Trump in 2016 saying you can't let someone who's under investigation by the FBI run for president. It's just it's yep. beautiful. Uh, yep. uh, Chris, our wonderful producer, found the Chris Christie clip. I don't know how to set this up other than this is Donald Trump mocking someone else's weight. The latest morning console poll has us far ahead. We're at 59 percent and the others are at like 12. One is at 12. I think that's the sanctimonious, but he's rapidly being caught by Ramishwamy. Who's good? No, no, Christie's he's eating right now. He can't be bothered. Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. You can't do it. You can't do that. So now, because you're not allowed to do that, and therefore uh, we're not going to do it, okay? We want to be very civil, right? Boy, he's he's so clever. That's the thing. Like he's he's got such a he's he's so good with a room. You know, that Trump, he what charisma. Um, Now, Chris Christie responded to this by saying, oh, like he's some Adonis. Uh, But, (laughs) you know, it it took us it took us like six months to get Marco Rubio doing dick jokes in 2016. We're already at the fat jokes six months before the primaries begin. 
Yeah. By the way, that was kind of creepy. That was like that was like when you isolate Freddie Mercury's vocals and you only <laughs> hear that, and not the rest of the band, without without the 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 you know crazed crowd. You know, it, it's just very odd hearing him just sort of talking into the void. <laughs> it's very very true um yeah. listen let me bring it back to ron DeSantis for a second because sure. you know uh, on a smaller level he did admit uh that donald trump actually lost the election uh yesterday but i think the real big story is that the guy who tried to block ap african-american studies in the state of florida because he didn't want people taught about racism is now trying to block ap psychology courses in the state of florida because he doesn't like the fact that the American Psychological Association does not consider being transgender to be a mental illness. It's getting a little scary how there's no one in his circle who can say, this isn't going to look good long term, Ron. It's even it's actually even crazier than that. It's that it's that the AP, the company, the college board that runs the AP exams, they will not change the material in the test. They were asked to change the material because of the stuff on gender and sexuality that yeah. have, that have been in that test for years, for decades. They it's been in there, and so teach they don't they if the material has to be taken out, they will not allow it to count as an AP course. They will not allow students to take it and get college credit for the AP psychology course that tens of thousands of Floridian kids have taken. And so and then the other the other side of it is if teachers teach the course as it is, they could face all kinds of sanctions, possibly even arrest because of it. So um, so so they there's and then they tried to say and then the 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 education person you were talking about tried to hedge and say, oh, you know, we allow age appropriate things to be taught. So we should allow the ape. So but never explicitly says you can allow the AP psychology course to be taught exactly how it's supposed to be taught. So. So it's like it's like so the, 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 they've said we unless there is a definitive statement saying Florida will allow the course to be taught as it's designed. You cannot teach AP psychology. We, it's how, it's denying how, an opportunity to thousands of students. But like, how does that help Ron DeSantis get Trump voters? That's the only reason it's being done, right? Like, yeah. how much can we shit on black people while still saying we're not? You know, how much right. can we attack the concept of being woke? How much can we just attack protests against racism while never attacking actual racism? How much can we ban books? Can we just make people not able to talk about being gay in schools? Uh, it's like, who cares? At a certain point... I get that Ron DeSantis is too stupid to think long term about how he looks in the history books. He can't think beyond his next meal. But how at this point does this help him? I I can see why they would think that lying to refugees to get them on a plane to humiliate them and dump them on the Republican governor of Massachusetts looks really butch. But this guy's whole thing is trying to attack Donald Trump without actually attacking Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis is going after Tim Scott every day on the campaign trail because he's a pussy pardon the expression and that's what he's trying to do he can't go after trump because he's a coward so instead this guy who began his week with headlines about nazis and ended his last week talking about how slaves got lots of good job skills i mean he's just flopping around to make the donors look bad yeah yeah and 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 you wonder 
did, was he just, you know, high on his own fumes, high on his own supply after the 2022 election? And, you know, yeah, he won yeah. by a big margin. He won in a landslide. Yeah. That's great. That's Florida. But and but I think he completely misinterpreted it. You know, what ha what happened was, you know, it was like, all right, shit's so relatively stable in Florida. We're not real fond of Charlie Crist anymore. Fine. You know, he he won overwhelmingly in, a, in an increasingly conservative state. And he took that as a as a, he took that as, well, all this shit I've been talking about, I better act on it because apparently that's somebody told him that's what the people want. Whatever consultants have been have been telling him, oh, yeah, that woke shit, man, that really gets you the headlines. You'll be on Fox News. Tucker Carlson will be, you know, will be fingering your fucking prostate for this. <laughs> And, you know, God, Twitter will just go crazy. And meanwhile, everybody else in the country is like, what the fuck is this? What do you mean? No AP psychology. Do you do you know how many you know how many suburban white moms are going to go the fuck? Not AP psychology. I can't my kid can't get a, a full year of college credit before they ever go to credit. No, fuck that guy. But Lee, before we. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fuck that guy. So say we all. But but again, DeSantis isn't going anywhere, right? I mean, I would say next to Trump, he's the best funded candidate. And DeSantis is not running against Trump. He seems to be sitting there really, really confident that Trump is going to take himself out of this race. And that's yeah. why I still find him interesting to watch. Not that he's an interesting person or a decent human being or campaigner, but you know he's trying to tread water, hoping that he can get away without criticizing Trump right. long enough for Trump to take himself out of the race. And it's just pathetic. And it and it is. And it's and you're right. This is there is this uh this Trump, I don't want to say this um death watch is not quite right, but a <laughs> it's it's this yeah. it's fingers crossed hoping God somebody put him in prison. So, or or let these trials just let let somebody actually have the good sense to say Dude, you can't run for president anymore. You really, you're gonna. You need to concentrate on your fucking trials, um, which he'll never do. I mean, this is the thing: is like they they and they just look idiotic. They look they look pathetic, yeah, um, and that's why you know I I think that after the debate, and you said I think you said this a couple of weeks ago. I think Chris Christie after the first debate starts Watch. looking looking like the person that's going to end up with the 10 percent to yes. donald trump and and again but also will never be able to get the nomination but the no, media is no, going to no. be falling at chris christie's feet after he beats up that entire stage lee yep. you are the best what is the best way for our listeners to follow you and keep up with all your doings always the i'm still on the twitter at uh, rude pundit i'm also on threads and blue sky and mastodon and all that thank you for dead naming x by the way i, I believe in dead naming when it's that fucking site. oh yeah so thank no, you no, very much yes yeah, yeah. um lee, lee I, I gotta say normally august is the dead month it's the shark week month it's the month when everyone goes on vacation because there's no news thank what god our incompetent fascists keep giving yeah. us entertaining headlines thank you so much for joining us rude pundit thanks a lot we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with your calls. And the great Joe Sudbay joins us to discuss what went down today in Ohio. Spoiler alert. It's it's really extremely good news. What happened today in Ohio? We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is SiriusXM Progress. We are at 866-997-4748. How are you? What a day today. Uh, we have been talking a lot about what went down in the state of Ohio. Again, this was a victory for women's reproductive rights, sure. But even more than that, it's a victory for democracy. And it's a victory against the kind of fuckery that is trying to get rid of our democracy, circumvent our democracy, the double talk and jive that tries to take your democracy away and makes you think you got something you didn't get. There was a lot of lies told about this uh, issue that was voted on today. And I need someone smarter than me and more moral than me to break it down. Fortunately, we got Joe Sudbay on speed dial. This man has worked in politics and advocacy for over 30 years. He's worked on so many different progressive issues from immigration reform, LGBTQ equality, labor and manufacturing. Joe has his own company, Sudbay Strategies, which works with progressive advocacy organizations, and he hosts State of the States here on Progress. Joe Sudbay, thanks for joining us on Special Election Tuesday. John, thanks for having me. Uh, winning is really fun, isn't it? <laughs> winning I mean, is way yes. more fun especially when it's something so important and you just really summed it up. It's about reproductive rights, but it's about democracy and Republicans in the state of Ohio have gerrymandered the state. They have complete control. They saw this They, but they know their voters in the state support reproductive rights and abortion yes. rights. And so what did they decide to do instead of, you know, thinking, let's let our voters decide. They said, let's rig the system. It wasn't even supposed to be an August election. They got rid of it a couple right. of years ago because it was so expensive. And That's right. they leaned into this heavily. They rammed it through in the session, too. I spoke to the Ohio House Minority Leader, Alison Russo, when it was happening. And she said, just amazing to watch just like the sheer you know, mendacity, the hypocrisy, all of it right on display. Yeah. And that's why tonight is such a crushing defeat for the Republican Party in in the, in their anti-democratic um, agenda. Yeah, it's a defeat for everyone who wants to criminalize abortion rights, and it's a defeat Absolutely. for all the people who just don't like the fact the majority of Americans don't want to incarcerate women or doctors for a procedure that the Bible never actually bans. I mean, Joe, you know, it seems to me like the good people of Ohio have been able to manage their state's constitution pretty well with a simple majority. Uh, 19 amendments in 110 years. And if this thing were to pass, obviously it would just set a much higher bar for being able to pass any kind of constitutional amendments. Is it fair to say that this was really a vote? Despite all the propaganda, it was really a vote on whether people in Ohio want to make it harder to amend their own constitution. Yeah, it really was. Uh, it was a it was an issue of is there really one person, one vote in this state? Uh, Republicans wanted to increase the margin for passing constitutional amendments, which has been in effect for over 100 years. And you, like you said, they've taken advantage of it numerous times. They wanted to increase it from 50 to 60 percent. And they only wanted to do that because they know this referendum is coming on abortion rights. It will be on the ballot in November. So this was this was the test run today. There's still another 
ballot measure, ballot vote in November. That's right. That, um, you know, we have to keep an eye on, have to support, have to support our friends in Ohio. And let's just give a big shout out to the folks in Ohio, too, because there were hundreds of organizations that really got involved in this. Planned Parenthood Advocates of Ohio, for one. Um, just so many different groups. League of Women Voters came together and said, you know what? Our democracy matters to us. And yes. we are not going to let these 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 mostly men, mostly white men, almost all white men who have gerrymandered the state. You know, several years ago, the state passed um, a, a referendum that was supposed to allow for redistricting to yeah. comport with what the districts look like. Our friend Ari Berman at Mother Jones tonight pointed out that Trump won 53 percent of the vote in Ohio, but the Republicans control 67 percent of seats in the state house, 79 percent in the state Senate. And mm -hmm. they that gerrymandering has allowed them to do abortion bans, has allowed them to rig democracy, has allowed them to pull a stunt like they did today. And they got smacked back hard by the people of their state. Even in, yeah. you know, I like it's it's been, of course, I've been glued to, you know, all the analysis in a lot of counties that voted for Trump either voted no or the margin that between Trump or, or J.D. Vance and what no got and yes was much smaller. So this was really um, a lot of voters who might have voted Republican in the past, I think, of starting to come around and realizing what their party's doing to them. I hope so anyways. I, th I think, though, Joe, one of the factors that we really experienced um, in the 2020 election and one of the factors that has, I think, accidentally spurred a lot of the Donald Trump's lies about the election being rigged are Republicans who vote against Trump and then vote down ballot Republican for everything else. Yep. I mean, yep. we talked to plenty of Republicans back then who thought Roe v. Wade has been gutted. Trump did what I sent him there for. We don't need him anymore. Biden's fine. And there were plenty of Republicans who just voted Joe Biden and then voted Republican right down, which would explain why in states like Georgia or Ohio, Donald Trump didn't do well, but other Republicans did. And that, to me, is even more promising for fall of 2024. Right. And, you know, I think I, I think there's something really interesting. There was a lot of discussion of the Supreme Court in 2016. Not enough, yes. obviously, in 2020. And I really feel like it had to happen before people believed it. And that's horrible because we knew it was coming. The you know, once Trump got those three justices on the court, those three political hacks on the court, it was a matter of time. And Sam Alito knew it. Clarence Thomas knew it. They couldn't wait to write that decision and leak right. it, by the way, because um, they wanted to, you know, box out Roberts. And it was so interesting, John. Right around that time, I was doing State of the States. And I tell you, every state legislative candidate I spoke to, and I love talking to state ledge candidates because unlike, you know, people running for Congress or the Senate, they actually have to go out and knock doors. They have to talk to their right. constituents, right? Yeah, you're right. To a person, to a person, they told me the first thing they heard in the doors was abortion. So it was interesting because back in D.C., I was reading articles and, you know, and hearing from people and, you know, I'd see kind of prognosticators and pundits say, well, abortion is not that big of an issue. And I thought they are just missing it. They just they are just so ingrained to believe what Republicans have told them for the years, over the years, yes. that it's not that big an issue. And there were a lot of Democrats who were afraid of it. And man, they were all so wrong. So wrong. Yeah. 
You're right. Uh, Joe, we have a lot of people on hold who want to weigh in on this. Do you want to talk to some of our evil army of the night? Because some people oh. are calling from Ohio. Um, you know uh, I love your audience, John. I, and I'm going to guest host in a, in, a, in a week and a half, I think. So, yeah, we are very I always blessed. love yes. talking to callers. Yes, and, and I always love when, when I go on vacation and you fill in and the audience gets to experience, you know, what, what a real radio show sounds like, <laughs> but someone knows what they're doing. And then when I come back, I really love all the calls of people telling me how much they love Joe Sudbay filling in and how much better those shows were and how much they miss you, Joe. It's just part of my humiliation. Marsha, who's calling not from Ohio, but San Diego. Marsha, welcome. You're on with Joe Sudbay. Well, first, I got to say, I love both of you. You're both wonderful hosts, and it's just Thank such you. a pleasure to to hear you guys and Thank you. commentate. Anyway, Thank you. I was one of the people who called into Ohio to remind people to vote. And, um, you know, 90% of the people said, oh, yeah, I'm going to vote. So hmm. um, so the results are really gratifying. Phew. <laughs> nice. Thank you it's for your great. service. Thanks for doing your part. Yeah, thank you, Marcia. It really did feel like, as much as it was as an Ohio campaign, it really did feel like people around the country were trying to do whatever we could to help our friends in Ohio too, because they have really, they have they've really taken on the chin over the past few years from some of these Republicans. So thank you for yeah, it's that. really shocking. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm old enough to remember Ohio being a swing state, and yet right? it seems like that's a distant memory. Just Republican after Republican after Republican. It's it's really kind of gratifying to see that the majority of the state, the majority of registered voters, you know, don't want to put women in jail for abortion. So important. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. It, you Go know, ahead, Marcia. What we what we see around the country affects all of us. I mean, you might feel yes. safe in California, but, you know. What if I decide I want to move to the suburbs of Cleveland someday? <laughs> you know, exactly right. Case. Exactly. Marcia, thank you so much. I think we've got Joe in Ohio. Joe, Joe in Ohio. Welcome. You're on Sirius XM. Hey, Joe, I love when you fill in, man. You're, you're, you're awesome. And, and John, oh, you're isn't okay it such too, an but... improvement, such a steep improvement from what you normally get in this time slot? I agree completely. But no, listen, hey, Joe, I met you at the Carl Frisch deal. You were standing oh, yes. in line getting some food. You were standing yes. getting some food. I walked up to you and I showed you a picture of Sean and Callie. And, you know, it, despite the fact that you had a picture, you saw a picture of, uh, of Sean and you were standing next to me, you still had your appetite, which was just phenomenal. Now, so, now, anyways, you're both very attractive but, men. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I know. I know. But I told you then that line. I said, I said, I'm a whore for anybody. When I knocked on 1000 doors from the day after I met you, I went home that Sunday and I started knocking on doors and I wow. got to 1000 last night. And I had just simply had a flyer that said, vote now, vote now on issue one. And there were a lot of people that aren't even registered. So I got them to go to rock the boat. Um, but it, it's all about abortion. I mean, the Republicans, these morons, they've caught, you know, it's like the dog that caught the car. Well, they've caught the yep. car and they're fucked. That's it. Because That's women, it. they just, it's a hornet's nest and they've just opened it up. They had a good racket going. They were just fleecing the flock for decades, raking in money for decades decades off of this with you know they they could have gone for even longer but then they had to go ahead and be the dog that caught the car i mean imagine if they were able to end undocumented immigration they'd never get a donation again joe yeah i mean it just this keeps on giving the republicans greed the republicans revoltingly false christianity and the republicans lack of respect for women's basic reproductive freedoms that's going to get this old man reelected, isn't it yeah, well, I, I, I got to tell you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, have, Joe. I'm asking Joe. I'm sorry, Joe in Ohio asking Joe oh, Sudbay. I'm, I'm surrounded by Joes. Oh, Go no. ahead, well, Sudbay. First, Joe, thank you for doing a thousand doors. That is Herculean. So thank you. And yeah, I actually think this is going to get him 
um, reelected. And, and, and Joe, your secretary of state, you know, they, they pretended for a while this. Oh, no, we're just trying to fix fix the system. You know, we don't want special interests to to rig our system, even though there was a billionaire from Illinois paying yeah, for, for the whole thing. Exactly. And he's yeah. Frank LaRose. Money. Right. Yep. Yeah, they started and then, flooding the money, and as soon as they realized they were fucked, they started flooding and doing the exact, just a total hypocrisy of these people, you know, claiming, absolutely. well, we're going to have this, this issue one's about money coming in, you know, from out of state, and that and they just poured money, and it didn't work, so fuck them. You nailed it. You nailed no. it. And you know, you know who said, I saw J.D. Vance tweet today, oh, we have to defeat, um, we have to pass one because of, because of this out of state money coming in. I was like, dude. That's what he said. Like, if anyone knows that these you leans this that's the family the rich family you do because they fund republicans in the senate who are you kidding but, but they more than push. that joe more more than that i mean this is jd vance right saying oh we can't <laughs> let out of state special interests rewrite the constitution <laughs> that has nothing to do with what today's vote was it just meant can a majority change the constitution or must it be 60 percent? but i seem right. to remember this jd vance getting like millions and millions and millions from peter Thiel for the protect ohio's ohio values pack and i'm pretty sure peter Thiel doesn't live in columbus uh i think you're right there i think you're right and then uh, the other one i love is the secretary of state who frank larose who's running for the senate now and he was out campaigning hard he actually said he thought turnout was going to be in the single digits earlier this er, in july yeah. and then but the other thing he gave it away and joe knows this because he gave it away in june he said this is 100 percent about keeping a radical pro-abortion amendment out of our constitution <laughs> he gave yep. it away but you know what else happened once they started realizing they were losing on, on abortion, they tried to back away from it, even though the no side wouldn't let them. But they tried to turn it into an anti-trans campaign. So not only did their anti-abortion um, side lose, the uh, the trying to vilify the trans community lost, too. Oh, yeah. So it's a double whammy. And I love that. Wow. What a shame when all the greatest hits don't work. What a shame. <laughs> right. Yeah. Joe in Ohio. Joe, thank- you have a great point. Go ahead. It was Ryan. When Ryan, uh, he was in a debate with Vance, he said, yeah, you take all this money from Peter, Peter Thiel. You know, they want something for that money, you know, Vance. Yeah. He, he looked, right, looked right over and said, they want something for their money. What are you going to give them? And it was awesome, right. the debate, yeah. Oh, the Senator Ohio could have had. Joe, thank you so much for the call. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Mr. Sudbay, um, I'm so happy about today's news. Um, I want to ask you, though, with all of the the Trump trial business going on, we're expecting the indictment from Georgia any minute now. Uh, I'm grateful to these people because normally August is a slow news month and I'm not having to do pop culture countdowns and talk about movies because they keep on getting in the news. But how do you see in the next couple of months as primary season is upon us, um, Donald Trump's indictments? affecting both his fundraising and his support. I mean, it seems right now like he's doing great. He's sailing away in New Hampshire with this. And the more he gets indicted, the more people that don't mind his crimes like him. I'm thinking about donors, though. I'm thinking about uh, Donald Trump's going to have a bit of a tougher time, I think, raising any kind of big money donations. Well, you know what? He's raising a lot of he's not going to get a lot of the big donors. They've been trying to find a candidate to defeat him bunch of billionaires tried to get DeSantis to be the guy. And of course, that failed spectacularly. Um, but one of the things I think that's important, John, and I said this the other the other day when I was on the sh- uh, when I was hosting for Mike, I said, if I had a relative who watched Fox News, who was older, I'd and I had some ability to communicate with them, I would ask them about their spending 
because they may not even know that they're donating to Donald Trump because right. it's such a That's scam, right? right? And, and most of the big money he's getting, That's what's true. he doing Normally, with it? Legal fund. It's, it's not, he's not running a campaign. Know, yeah, I mean, right? They took in $53 million the first six months of this year. They spent $57 million. Only about $20 million of that, so far that we know it, was for campaign ads and signs and stuff like that. The rest of it, I mean, we know $110 grand went to Melania's stylist. I mean, these people don't understand. You know, they're not just being hoodwinked. Their money's not going to the campaign, but they're also bleeding the Republican Party dry because everyone's yes. donating to Save America PAC not to the RNC, and that means the state Republican parties are really struggling because of Donald Trump. Absolutely right. And you know what? This is, you know, I see, I know a lot of people say we need a vibrant Republican Party. Uh, there's no way we're going to have a vibrant Republican Party the way it is right now. It has become a fascist party. All they want to do is yeah. ex- exhibit A was what they did today in Ohio. They want to take away our democracy. They want to take our rights. And their one true leader is Donald Trump. And let's not pretend otherwise. He is their one true leader. And he's. if you listen to his speeches, and I heard you talking to, I always want to call him Rude Pundit. I know his name Lee. is Lee. But yeah. <laughs> I know his name is Lee. But when, when you talk to him and you're playing some clips, he sounds completely deranged. And the thing that I just don't understand, he does nothing for these people except for being an asshole. Nothing. Maybe that's enough for them. He doesn't make well, their lives better. He gave tax cuts to billionaires. He wanted to take away their health care. I mean, the list goes on Joe, and on. Joe, 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 but you're, you're smart enough to know how seductive validating someone's prejudice can feel. we got to hit a break. Thank you, Mr. Sudbay, so much Thank for classing up so our show. Please me. come back and see us again very soon. Always, always. Thank you for everything you do. You make me feel smarter. We'll be right back in just a moment with your calls. This is Progress. This is Progress. We're at 866-997-4748 on a day when the Supreme Court keeps Joe Biden's rule on ghost guns on a day when Joe Biden saves one million acres near the Grand Canyon from ever being drilled on. On a day when the voters of Ohio save not just abortion rights, but actual democracy, the only way to celebrate is by partying with my comedy guru, the head of my crew, my Kung Fu, my Rendezvous, my New Zoo Review, my Cordon Bleu, my Jimmy Choo, my ACLU, my Maya Angelou, my Blink-182, my Tasteful Haiku, my Pikachu, my Seattle Slough, Yabba-dabba-doo, people of Earth, would you please welcome back to the show our own comedy daddy, the one and only Keith Price. Hello, sir. Hi, John. Oh, that just makes me so happy when you do that. Oh, uh, hey. you, you, you bring it out of me. Bad poetry just tumbles out of my lips when you're in the room. I'm so happy to see you, sir. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be an inspiration. <laughs> I'm really glad to have you. Uh, we have a lot we have to get to this week, Keith, and there's a lot going on. Um, it's been a pretty crazy day, but I wanted to ask if you have any thoughts on um, our new favorite uh, activity, um, race fights on the Alabama Montgomery docks because I, 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 I tried to avoid this story. I tried to avoid it. I just thought it's trash. I don't want to talk about these horrible rednecks jumping on this poor black man trying to do his job. But wow, not just a story, but the way the Alabama cops are cracking down on these guys because they have mm-hmm. to. 
Three yep. white men have warrants out for their arrest right now. Uh, Richard Roberts, Alan Todd, and Zachary Shipman, Academy voters take note. Uh, one of them's in custody. <laughs> Two others are turning them in sometime today in Selma. And they've said investigators went above and beyond to see if hate crime charges were warranted. But ultimately, they decided they, they weren't hate crimes. They were just dicks. Um, what did you, how did you first hear about this story, Keith? Because I'll be honest, I live for Black Twitter, and Black Twitter was making jokes about the guy who jumped in the water to swim over and exactly. help in Malay. I, I saw Black Aquaman. I saw Michael B. Phelps. And I, what was the other one? Oh, God, the really funny one. Chris, what was it? Aquaman? No, it was also... Oh, I already forget. But yeah, I mean... It took me a while to actually zero in and realize all of these different trending topics were about the same ugly story. Same ugly story. There was a fabulous one where I saw on Instagram where they literally were recreating the whole scene by a pool. Yes. They had the black oh, people I and they had the guys so swimming funny. across the thing. Just I was white just, guys oh and black guys God. together reenacting the entire thing. Because that I'm sorry, it, it was horrible. But it was also hilarious that that one oh, the the one guy who I, I just the the Damien Pickett, who was the black mm-hmm. riverboat worker who just asked the men to move their pontoon boat. Yep. He went over there with a 16 year old white boy that, that was working with him. The two of them went over to do it. And wow, um, this guy, the best part of the video for me is when he realizes this guy really is going to punch him and he just mm-hmm. takes off his hat, takes off his hat, and, like, let's throws go. His, he throws his hat into the wind. Like, it's on, bitch. And it was on. And then it was like, that's like the bat signal, baby, because that's when everybody else was coming out after that, man. That's it. You know? And you have to watch it with the sound up. You have to watch it with the sound up to hear the folks who were filming across the mm-hmm. channel watching it, because that just got hilarious. The going. It, it's just, you know, and what's so it's it's a funny thing in retrospect to see how, you know, how it all goes down. You know, it's, it's from a humor plate. You can see it. But you know what's so funny is it's the seriousness of what that means and what has happened. Oh, yes. And it's oh, it's yeah. kind of what I've been saying for quite a while now. And that is, you know, the behavior that a lot of these people are exhibiting. I should say some of these, you know, even though they say it's not about race, but it's Alabama, it's always about oh, race. So let's cut yeah, the crap. How dares this black man tell me what to do? That's basically what that is. And, you know, what we have found out now is, is that people are not going to stand around and let you all just say shit like that or behave in a way like mm-hmm. that and without any sense of repercussion if it's not going to happen immediately. And that, you know, right. that was a classic case of fuck around and find out, honey, because <laughs> they got their asses whooped. And the thing is, is that, you know, in defense of this man, because again, I feel like I, I want to say that we live in a world that if that had happened to anybody, that there would be people that would surround and try to help and do that. But in a situation like that, I'm especially glad it was a bunch of black people that came to that guy's rescue to start showing that, you know what, we're not doing this anymore. Ron DeSantis, bring your ass down here and come talk stupid shit like this. We're going to whoop your ass too. And I feel like that's, that is the energy that now, you know, we have to, you know, refine and harness for a more mature audience. But I feel like the the cap is now being popped off and that's what's happening oh, you're right. and like people are not taking any of this shit anymore it's like you're going to see a lot more karens getting slapped in the store you're going to see a lot more folks getting punched out when they start you know trying to throw the n-word around thinking that they can that's just right. do that it's going to be a, 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 a an interesting reckoning and so 
you know what? Bring it, bitches. That's what, that's what I'm at. Also point out, like, like this is Alabama. When we say institutionalized racism, it's very much in the present tense. Last week was the deadline for the state of Alabama to comply with a mandate from the Supreme Court. This racist Supreme Court looked at Alabama and said, whoa, you're too racist. It's like <laughs> it's like if Keith Richards did your intervention. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the Supreme Court commanded them to draw a second congressional district that's majority black because they keep trying to break it all up or something quite mm-hmm. close to it to comply with Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. And the entire state government is just defying a direct the federal finger. court order, giving the finger right. to justice itself because the racism tastes better. I want to give a mm-hmm. shout out, though, to um, Reggie Gray, who is the 42 year old man who was accused of wielding a folding chair in the fight <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> did you see? Did you happen to see? If, if you haven't seen it, I'll find it. I, I know Chris saw it, but there's a meme out there already. Um, <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's a parody of the famous Malcolm X picture where he's standing in the house looking out the window, holding his rifle in his hand. And a brother did this in a suit and tie dressed just like Malcolm X, but holding a folding chair. Folding and I'm chair. sorry. It's too goddamn funny. I'm going to share that everywhere. It's just brilliant. And you know what, though? Again... You know, you step into that arena, honey. That's how it goes. If you are, if you think that just because you're a woman and you're going to jump into that mix that they're going to try to treat you differently, then you are sadly mistaken. It's That's like right. one of those moments where it's like you need to know what your was it. Know your lane, honey. Stay in your lane. You, she should have been on the phone calling the police and saying that yeah. there's a horrible thing with the black people and they're they're attacking us poor whiteies on the the dock. Like that was supposed to be her job, but instead she tried to jump bad. And when she jumped bad, she got a fucking chair caught right her fucking right, face, man. like whack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mm. yep. now and again, I, and I I I do not endorse any violence. We're 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 nonviolence here. We like fake violence mm-hmm. and real peace. I do not yes. endorse hitting anybody in the face especially a woman, no matter how evil and racist she is, with a folding chair. As funny as that might be, I'm pro-wrestling, and I'm a fan of high art and sophisticated humor. Uh, we, we don't endorse violence, but my God. You know what they're going to say, Keith? You know what their defense is going to be? What? They left their boat there. This mm-hmm. poor man was just trying to do his job, and they had a boat coming in that they, they had to move. Like, they had to move right. their pontoon boat to let this boat come in. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, but they had left their boat, and just, just fucked off and left their boat. Um, so this, this 16-year-old white boy took Damien Pickett over to the dock on a smaller vessel so he himself could move the pontoon. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, we saw a black man messing with our boat. Mm-hmm. And we, didn't, we thought we were being robbed. They are going to say uh-huh. that they saw a of black man on the dock go near their boat. And that's and, and reasonably to assume, obviously, he's going to steal our boat. That's the only reason he would be there. And that's going to be the extent of their evidence. The chief of police said, right. when this took place, the police didn't have the luxury of the videos we've all seen now. They were acting on <laughs> statements and witness statements that occurred as we arrived mm-hmm. over the course of yesterday. They got a lot of video from a lot of people. Yes, they did. And you know what? Again, another situation in which if there had not been video, 
right? There had not been video. That situation would have been something that would have been this horrific thing that we would have been reading about and how horrible this poor man would have been treated or, or if if he would have survived no, it. We never would have read about it. We never oh, we would have never read, about read about it. About a bunch of Caucasians would have made a complaint to the dock authorities about a black employee not respecting our property and what are you going to do about it? And it never would have made even the local news. But we're in the age now when we know Philando Castile, we know Rodney King, we know Ahmaud Arbery because people people sometimes the bad people filmed mm-hmm. it that's yeah. it and so so you know to, to those people <laughs> i want to say that mm, good for you i hope that you know again they undeniably have to do something about it that's that's the thing like everybody's making this big deal about well you know look at how the police are acting in in alabama and they're doing this and they're going after those white people it's like because they have no choice like yep, they can yeah, try, right. they can try to judge that story up as much as they want, but the video does not lie. And so it, it's going to be, again, it's going to be an interesting fact to see how they try to, they, I mean, like they can't really afford to spin it any more than they've already tried because all they're going to keep doing is spinning more lies. But if they right. even attempt to try the, well, we were just watching some strange black person coming at the at this thing and then they say that this wasn't a racially motivated uh, event mm-hmm. because then i you know i don't know how you can't say it's a hate crime because they thought this black guy was stealing that's, really and that's the reason why they ran so that's i mean really you know again point. bring again bring it just bring that if that's going to be the argument y'all want to use come on honey let's try it let's see how that works out and you, you know, know that if if more black folks had gotten on that pier and made it a fair fight you know fox news would have covered it but this footage, of I don't think, was shown on Fox yesterday because no, no, honey, it was Caucasians who were the bad guys, which means they're never going to call a white thug a thug on that channel. Hell no! And again, you, uh, you know, people that watch that news, you know, <laughs> it's sort of like they're still stuck into that that bubble, and so they're not going to come out of it. So again, Indeed. let them keep. And those are the same people that are going to be missing, thinking that they're going to be enriched by the other stories that are being told about themselves and they're going to step out and they're going to try that same bullshit with somebody and they're going to get their ass beat down. There's going to be videotapes about it. And they're going to be standing around going, well, I can't understand why this has happened. It's like, well, you should have seen the video when it happened the last time, but you were too busy. (laughs) You're too busy trying to believe all this other shit. So bring it. That's, you know, you waste your time believing that that's how you're going to get your ass whooped. That's how it's going to be now. Nailed it. I'm over it. I have nothing to add, Your Honor. Nothing to add. We're at 866-997-4748. (laughs) Bring it. (laughs) Goddamn. Keith, do you want to talk to some of our evil army of the night? Sure, let's do it. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, Join us at 866-997-GRIT. Some people have been on hold for a long time, like Mike in Michigan. My God, you've been on hold so long, sir. Thank you for your patience. Welcome. Yeah, Keith, you're you're right. Uh, Those people are going to be... What a video. What a crazy time. Alabama... Unfortunately, a couple days before that, down in Louisiana, uh, there was a guy shot by some police. Yeah. It's kind of got put under the rug. But anyway, thank a guy, God. A, for a, a, guy down south was sh- a guy down south was shot by police? You're kidding. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, Sadly. But, wow. uh, yeah, the back, like seven yeah. times the back. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Anyway. I, I, who who was? I'm sorry, I don't know this story from. This is in Louisiana. I haven't heard this one yet. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it was about two or three days ago. But okay. anyway, uh, thank God for Ohio. 
God bless yes. Ohio. Yes. Uh, Keith, are you following this, what's going on in Ohio yes, today? Yes, I, I was following it today, yeah. These mother scratchers will keep on. They know that the majority of the state supports abortion rights, and because they hate democracy, they thought they found a pretty clever way around it. Hey, let's mm-hmm. let's let's make it harder for Ohioans to affect our own state constitution and make it exactly. a 60% threshold. I love when voters are too smart to figure this shit out because you know conservatives voted this down too. Of course they did. Because again... Oh, no, go ahead, honey. Go ahead, Mike. No, the rights are great, you know? I mean, thank God that uh, they were able to, to vote it to stop them. I mean, what a low-life, moving-the-goalpost bullshit move, okay? <laughs> You know, but again, they got the thing on the on the ballot. So okay, we got to figure out how to change the ballot. Okay, but anyway, hey, uh, I don't know if you heard. Ari Melber had a great thing about a Greek tragedy, Greek no, tragedy, uh, and uh, talking about Trump was the earliest the person that was the earliest to get into the uh, uh, you know nomination to right. put him his ring right in history. Okay. And he did that to get out of being indicted or whatever, to get out of being okay. in trouble. And because he put his head in the ring early, that's why Merrick Garland got Jack Smith on. And because <laughs> no. of that, the trials no. are going to be earlier. If he would have waited yeah. till later, if he would have waited if till later. Right. But but, but but again, the big the big lie they're telling about this is that they waited to do this just to interfere with his presidential campaign, which, <laughs> number one, who cares if they did? Yeah. They're allowed. Oh. But mm-hmm. this is really this indictment, Keith. You remember what we were doing a year ago? Remember way, way yep. back in the dark times of, of August of, of 2022? We were Asking watching when. last summer's hot miniseries, the, the Liz Cheney <laughs> starer. The January 6th mm-hmm. commission featuring great cameos by Rusty Bowers and Cassidy Hutchinson and Shay Moss. <laughs> and I think I have become convinced it's because of those hearings and the mountains of evidence they delivered to Merrick Garland's waiting lounge that we are mm-hmm. seeing this prosecution now. It's like it's almost as if they could have done some of the, the Mueller investigation prior whatever the information that they were going to do prior so that it would be a moment where you can't deny what's happened and i think that that was probably ultimately the intention because they they knew that there was going to be a lot of energy to try to cover up as much as they could and what they did is they made it impossible for them to ignore it or to come up with an eight-page summary that says that nothing really went wrong from January 6th by, you know what I'm saying? Like they made it impossible for people to see this and say that, Oh, nothing was wrong. And then you add the fact that we all saw it happen. Like, you know, but how are you going to try to tell us that this not happened? I understand why Merrick Garland and Joe Biden and the Department of Justice would not want to do this. No one wants to be the first attorney general to ever prosecute a former president ever. And you really don't want to be the attorney general to prosecute and lose in a case like this. So I I get why they'd be hesitant to do it. But I'm sorry, man. This is this is democracy itself is on the chopping block here. And I'm delighted just to see Donald Trump. I only want Donald Trump uh, held to account for shit he actually said and did. That's that's my one thing. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just shit he did. That's enough. But, you know, but there's so much. It's fantastic. <laughs> if he could get held up for all of it, it would be delicious. I'm just uh-huh. saying. And I don't oh, care. There's going to be more. There's so much. There's, there's more so to many come. Cases. 
there's already there's already four trial five trials starting between now and where the RNC. That's not counting the new indictment. That's not counting what Fonnie Willis is going to do. Hopefully this week, Mike. Any, anything from you? There's a scene Mike? in Goodfellas. There's a scene yeah. in Goodfellas. It's the new the new Goodfellas, where Giuliani is slicing garlic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we have more, or is it just a premise? They'll all share the same cell, you mean. They'll all share mm-hmm. a prison cell together. I would love yes, to see Lord. that. Oh, I just hope Lindsey Graham gets to be there with him. That's all. Because <laughs> Lindsey, he, he, he bought his place as the, as the prison prag. <laughs> he might enjoy it. Well, That's the sad part. He'll get to grovel to to right wing men. I'm sure he will. Mike, thank you so very much for the call. You know, Keith, here's the funny thing about Donald Trump. He he, he seems to think that like his 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 life is like a, a Wakanda uh, vibranium suit that the more blows he takes, the more power he has. Give a listen to this. This is him last night. I at this point, Keith, I actually give him credit anytime he gives a speech and doesn't physically take out his dick in front of the audience. But here's Donald Trump. <laughs> Claiming that his power grows stronger with each indictment. In the recent Rasmussen poll, we're up 44 points with Trump at 57, Ron DeSanctimonious at 13. And the rest of them down in single digits and really low. And in the morning consult that just came out, I wanted to see, because, you know, every time you get indicted, I like to check the polls because... One more indictment that I think this election's over. <laughs> One more. Just keep no, it's talking. horrible. You get indicted for nothing. Can you imagine a guy? Let's indict my opponent. This, uh, this is a sick, this is a third, this becomes a third world country. Okay, so yeah, I mean, um, that's, that's how good it is right now, Keith. Uh, I, I, I keep thinking we're in the floundering. We're still in the fuck around phase. He's not even close to find out yet, is he? I mean, I thought this was find out. We're not even there yet. What is it? He's testing the hypothesis and waiting. uh, He's going to be analyzing the results at later. That's what's happening to him right now. That's the professional (laughs) way I heard of how to say fuck around and find out. He's going to test his hypothesis. And the thing is, he keeps pushing the envelope because I think he's waiting to just see, you know, so that if and when they have to actually get him for violating whatever it is that they're doing and actually put him into custody, he's going to wind up having his whole dramatic moment. And the bottom line to it is put his ass in jail. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, what what do we do about Secret Service? Well, y'all better figure figure it out now, because if this (laughs) thing keeps rolling the way that it's rolling, you know, we're going to have a whole lot more firsts going down. We're going to have the first attorney general with the president and the first president to actually go to jail after having basically been proven to be a damn near a looter. Oh, we've got so many you know? firsts. I love all the firsts. I love the first. This is the first time a president's been indicted for a third time. That's how many firsts <laughs> there are. It's beautiful. Uh, Bill twice in New peach. Jersey. Oh, it's fantastic. And Good the evening. first time a president's been indicted for something he did while president. I, every first, I carve it on the wall. I love them. Exactly. Bill, thank you for your patience on hold. You're on with Keith. Welcome. Yeah, hey, um, hey, it's okay. My oxygen ran out 20 minutes ago. But... Oh, that's okay. This show's better when you're short of breath and can't get oxygen in your brain. It's a much better show. The more lightheaded you are, the smarter I appear. So you're Exactly. Well, if you hear my head hit the phone, you'll know what Beatles 
song to play, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the appropriate. Anyway. I, um, okay. You, you know the January 6th committee did a great job when uh, they decided to uh, censure Adam Smith. I mean, Schiff, excuse me. Adam, Adam Schiff. Schiff for not committing a crime. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't January 6th committee that did that, but yes. Yeah, but uh, oh, one other thing, just for fun. Uh, on Tom Hartman's show last week, he asked for people who could play uh, Jack Smith, you know, in the film. And oh. a lot of people say Canal Rays and stuff, but I, but I have my own list. I thought that uh, Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. or uh, Ed Norton or Benedict Cumberbatch or mm. Neil Patrick Harris mm. or um, Tom Cruise. Johnny um, I, I, no? I guess no. there's something about Jack Smith. He has that. Oh God! What what is what is the what is the line from from Julius Caesar that lean and wolf like look about him? Like he yeah. just has that. He, he seems like he could be the most the most quiet guy in church, but he also just seems like there's buttons I wouldn't push inside this man. There's mm-hmm. there's an edge to him that I find very compelling and interesting. You, you know, I'm already drawn to him. him. Oh, I bet you are drawn to him. <laughs> you like you like you like, you like the hairy type that just flew in from the Hague, right? That's it. You like exactly. the, war, the war criminal problem. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. He's out for justice, and he don't care how how mad y'all get. That's the best part. <laughs> he doesn't care how mad you get. Uh-huh. It's like you wanna you wanna put my name up on your your true social. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, we're gonna go to this judge, and we're gonna have this judge turn around and do something to you, so and then you're gonna try to delay it. Yeah. Oh no, it's not gonna happen. Uh, oh, it's right. like it's he, like Trump keeps attacking this guy in social media, keeps attacking his wife, and Jack mm-hmm. Smith is like, "Keep talking, bitch. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> uh, keep he, talking." I'm not going to break a sweat. You, you go ahead. That's what I love about me, it. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, he reminds me of the the guy in the Matrix with the Mr. Anderson. Uh, oh, you, uh, you know the guy <laughs> in the Smith. Suit. Yes, yeah. he's very methodical and mechanical. <laughs> Yes. Right. But y- and hopefully right he can multiply. That, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, Donald you were, doesn't you want were that. Right. That uh, Brendan Gleeson should play Trump. And he already I did. Think that, oh, he did? What? I didn't know that. Yeah, they made, uh, Showtime made a documentary. Showtime made a movie, rather, about James Comey's book or a, a series about it. And Jeff uh-huh. Daniels plays Comey. He came on the show to talk about it. And Brendan Gleeson plays uh, a Trump in a really interesting performance. Uh Mm-hmm. He just uh-huh. he, he just plays <laughs> Trump as this guy who's really weird, uh, mm-hmm. and it's actually really compelling. He doesn't do it too much, and he doesn't he doesn't do him any favors, but he mm-hmm. also doesn't make him a cartoon. It's worth watching. Right. What if I, I've, said, I've said for a long time? I've said for a, we have this debate all the time of who Keith who is the actor that should play Trump in the movie. And Frank wants it to be John Voight. I don't think that would happen. John Voight would like make him would heroic. never do I, that. Mm-mm. I literally think who's someone who's a great actor who can do a great impression, but who can also instantly make you feel a sense of disgust. And I think Kevin Spacey is the only choice to play Donald Trump in the movie. Wow. That would be Kevin Spacey's. He'd have to wear, like, you know, foot-high lifts. I mean, he could do the impression. He could make it interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Mm -hmm. you'd be creeped out just by his presence. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for it. What, what what, What about Gary Oldman playing Biden? 
Uh, that could mm-hmm. be interesting if if he if mm-hmm. he you know I mean Gary Oldman's become really really right wing, but I I really enjoyed oh. him playing Harry Truman in Oppenheimer. He has one scene and he's just dynamite. Mm-hmm. So sure, I'll see Gary Oldman do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, but, I don't uh, think Biden will have a very big role in the Trump movie. Maybe in a debate scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think I think on um, on Trump's tomb it should say, "Do you know Latin? Um, Victima circumstantia." Mm-hmm. Doom. I'm a Which victim means? of circumstances. <laughs> but of course, victim. Trump is it's going to be entombed victim. because the earth would vomit him up if we tried to bury him. Is that what you're suggesting, <laughs> sir? Well, I'm sure they have to do something because uh, him touching uh, the earth is evil. I understand. Yeah, there's EPA regulations as well about burying him. Hey, Bill, thank you very much. <laughs> You've contributed a lot. I have a lot to think about now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Keith, I've been saying all week, like, this is the month of August when nothing happens, when the world slows down. I thought we were going to spend the whole month talking about what's your favorite action film from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And instead, oh, my God, between between our fascists and then, you know, COVID's coming back, right? Yeah, you, I saw that article safe? today. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, the thing is, it's like I was going kind of, you know, free styling, free balling without the mask a couple of d- days here. these last few weeks. And yeah. I've just been like, all of a sudden I saw this news story today about how there's a new strain that's yeah. not necessarily going to be involved in this next round of boosters or things like that. And it was like, huh. It's like, eh, so I put my mask back on again, at least for the subway ride. You know, it's like yeah. I took the subway ride and did it that way. I'm seeing a lot more masks on the subway and you know, like I, I check and see like what are, what are non-white people wearing and more non-white mm-hmm. people wear. And I'm sorry. I just, you know, if it's a white person, I have to assume maybe you're watching Fox and so you won't wear a mask. Uh, if you're not white, I assume, Oh, you really work a real job in the city and you know, what's what it's the heiress variant that uh, in New York city, COVID infections have gone up 55% in just mm-hmm. the last week. So I want to bring on uh, Norm, in Tampa, Norm, I know you caught it yourself. We've been talking about it for I'm years. I'm hospital, so man. sorry you got it. Tell us how I, you're doing. I'm, a, I'm doing better and improving. You know, it's like I was in the hospital, man, for five days. Oh, and, God, uh, get out of here. I mean, it, it, and today it was like, you know, you feel better, but it's like what uh, Dean said. It's going to be a stretch. You know, you, you feel good, and all of a sudden, boom, this thing hits you and stuff. And uh, what I got it at. There's a whole a bunch of folks got it at the Cap Alpha site conclave here. Thousands of people were. Uh, oh, wow. And then here goes the thing that, that, that gets me that uh, one, that the, the guys who seemed to have fared better were the guys who had the five shots. The guys like me who had three and the four shots were the ones that really got, 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 got hit. And, and, really? and, and stuff and this thing really i mean it 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 boy this thing takes you it, it takes you for 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 oh, it's a terrible and stuff it's terrible. and uh i'll just say this is that uh you know the down here in the santisburg he did it, the, the real dangerous was that the hospital said that there were 70 cases alone from that one convention that they knew of but because we have a governor who is mm-hmm. blocking all public health Information. Uh, and information. This thing is allowed to go to to to, to spread wow. un, unchecked. Oh my God. And so well, I want people to to know that this stuff was out there. I mean, I w- and oh, by the way, and then I found this afternoon that one of the people, the vendors, a guy named Rick Davis, died 
from COVID. Uh, uh. That he got at the copper cafe. He was a vendor and stuff. I found out he had the wow. reported that he had died. So we need to take this. And the CDC and been were two dead flies here because they are just sitting here. Oh well, you know it's a little uptake bull because most people are, are are what they're doing is they're testing at home and stuff. Yeah. And that's all that's stuff about the Paxlovid. In terms of getting it at CVS, they're, they've been worth two dead damn flies and stuff. They yeah. don't, you go there, I can't do it. We, I feel uncomfortable. It's bullshit. They're just getting the money and doing nothing, Norm, doing I'm, nothing I'm, with it. So, I'm so glad you're I'm, on the mend. We've had I'm, a lot of callers call in and tell us about, right. about your struggles, and I'm so happy you're able to call mm-hmm. us. You're a pharmacist. You're up on all of this. We only have a, a minute pharmacist. to break. But let, me, let me ask you, though, sir, what about your experience finally catching it? What surprised you? Oh most? man, I'm telling you, man, you it is it is uh, it, the one thing I was is prepared because you know having the the public health background, you kind of like prepared it prepares you in your terms your mind your your mindset. However, mm-hmm. you know you can't the disease state and the disease once that thing expresses itself, brother. I'm telling it is. I'm just it it was a struggle, and I'll wow. just leave it like that but the most important thing is that what people are going to have to do is get this information out there and uh, and don't bury your heads in the stand Thank i even you, had man. some guys man you're you're uh you sh- you're, you're embarrassing the frat and stuff and another guy says man the hell with that you know an opinion is like an asshole everybody's right, got right, one right, right, right. you gotta stand no, we gotta up. hit it i'm so sorry but i'm so glad you're on the men thank you so much for sharing your experience we gotta go thank you chris thank you thea i'm john people saying keep it tuned to sirius xm progress peace